I want you to put your hands together. There goes to the neighborhood. And welcome to the stage. Big round of applause. There goes to the neighborhood. Hey guys, and welcome back to episode 28 of the Smokescreen Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jamie Fucking Lannister. <laughs> just I just went with it. And I'm your co-host, Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> You're the short one. I am. He's the, the short, short one. Uh, back with our... <laughs> no, sorry, inside jokes. We got jokes tonight. Jokes. You definitely want to tune into this one. Uh, let me just say this up front. I think we, we gotten a, think we, so we're too. getting this dialed in really good. So this is back with our episode three, Game of Thrones season eight rewrite. Uh, this is the long night, as they call it. But yeah. We're, we're going we're gonna to change that a little bit. I think I do too. Um, we were going to do a recap of episode two, but no, go watch it. You need to watch it in detail. And there's some things in there that start to get paid off already. And so we want to make sure you go back and watch episodes one and two. Yeah, I think so. Uh, to make sure this all starts fitting in. Cause we're trying to be sure we don't leave any loose threads, loose yes. ends, whatever you want to call it. And we have the visions last episode that you need to see. You need to hear right. those specifically. And if you're new to the podcast and you just happen to catch this one, you're a Game of Thrones fan, yes. go listen to our episodes one and two rewrites. Definitely. And and let me mention this before we get started. I always forget. Thank you to our Patreons. Uh, if you would like to support the podcast, uh, the link is in the description on YouTube uh, as well. Um, smokescreen, uh, well, I'm sorry, patreon.com slash smokescreenpodcast. Uh, really, really appreciate the support. And if you listen to this on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. Leave us, uh, leave us a rating if you don't mind. It'll, it'll help us get out there a little bit. Do you go through that list when you're in the shower and driving I, down the road? I, I don't. It's rolling off your tongue these days. It is now because my brain is working again temporarily. It, you know how it comes Good. and goes. Because earlier I was forgetting names. Remember? I know. Uh, we I, used I to talk a about that. Couple names. You've downloaded one of those apps for brain power. No, right? I have. I have. I had those years ago, but no, I'm just getting old. Is what it is. It's a trip. It's dude. dementia setting in. <laughs> you got it's those a... <laughs> down pat. <laughs> but yeah, it did roll off pretty good that time, didn't it? Mm -hmm. Anyway, so uh, anyway, let's jump into this. So yeah, no recap. Watch those uh, previous episodes, and um, we're going to start paying some things off as we. I think we got it set up pretty good. We got a pretty good plan for this one here. Yes. Um, all right, so let's jump right in. Episode three, The Long Night. Anything for, before we get started? No. We'll, um, uh, okay. No, I was just thinking maybe you could say where we left off. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess instead that's... of a whole recap, just say, you know, episode two. Where did we leave off? See, my dementia's kicking back in. <laughs> I, I, I really, I was just wondering that too. I was hoping you'd fill in the no, blanks. No, no. Did we, we leave off? We, we just left like off last Pretty much the like same. The show? But, yeah, we left off with the same. The closing scene was, you know, staring off into the. Yeah, they're getting ready. Yeah. The, the tension was yeah. starting. Like, they're here. It's yep. time type of thing. Um, but of course, we have some, um, a major character we introduced uh, back in episode That's one. That's right. Um, or, yeah, episode one, I believe. Uh, no, it was episode two. Anyway, you'll see what we're talking about. Um, so we, we open up in this episode. I like the, the initial opening is fine. It's a little bit different cause you got to, uh, we'll have to say what we mentioned last episode was the yeah. war plans are different. Yes. So that's a, that's a big deal in the sense of how it's portrayed. Right. So yeah, what, it, it's not quite what you're seeing on the screen. If you know, if you're doing the, the, how we call it a watch back or, or whatever. Yeah. Rewatch. Like we talked about rewatch. Oh, well, well co companion like a, a companion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, I thought that was a great idea, by the way, to watch this, to listen to this podcast, pause when you need to the, and watch the episode. Yeah. We just did it again. We, it we works did. good. It really does. And so, you know, the layout is similar. They have the trenches dug and, yes. you know, uh, we just don't have as many people outside uh, yeah, the, the whole have. idea was not to have a, a million people outside to just die instantly because there, there's a castle there for a reason with walls. Yeah. So you have the trenches, and then uh, the idea is to have you know uh, the, the fire rings or whatever to slow them down, but you have your archers trying to do all the work, and then you have the only people outside essentially were the Dothraki on the sides to flank whenever they get kind of into Winterfell, the area. They kind of right. funneled them in a little bit. And so they're outside, and then you do have trebuchet. So there are people like, you know, I think we mentioned, um, I think Ed volunteers and some, and mainly Dothraki. Not Dothraki being over here, but right. the Unsullied being on the trebuchet. Yeah, yes. And, and also, we want to say that our characters are experienced and like they're not going through everything we've seen them go through for seven seasons and not learn anything from it. Yes. So you have people are aware that. If you kill a White Walker, 
the ones he created fall. Right. Like that's in their part. That's part of the war plan. It's here. part of the plan. Yeah. So, and and, I, and to be fair, they did show that, that that they wanted that John and Danny were going for the White Walkers, but the cloud came in and all that. But they still but didn't plan it. They have shared that knowledge with the it, rest of the people. Exactly. who their lives are on the line too. Exactly. Yeah. If you get a chance, take out the damn stringly right. haired ones. So just to throw that out there, we have to kind of lay that out because the the intro and the the, the tension building was outstanding. I mean, obviously. Yes. So. Imagine all the same kind of thing, but you know it's Absolutely. just not necessarily all outside. Right, you know, right. you're still seeing Sam scared to death and Liana Mormont and the look on everybody's faces and you know the jitters and you know all that stuff is great. That yes. that works fine. So it's the same essential concept as the opening, but there's just not exactly. that many people outside. So it really doesn't matter where it's at because it's really close up shots of people walking around in tight quarters in Winterfell anyway. That's right. So and we don't spend the whole time when we're actually creating this. You know, dogging Dan and Dave like you might no, think. No, 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 no. We do say a lot of, man, I like the way that looks. I love this. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was, there was a lot of that. Shot. I mean, so, this is a Miguel Schnapashnik episode. Yeah, so when Chris says, imagine it look, it's the same, that's pretty much the same. Yeah, just imagine it looking just like, you yep. know, the show. Yep, exactly. Um, so then, uh, so during this, obviously, the fight's about to start. Uh, one thing I will say is we... When people, they, you know, they start to line up outside. Obviously, that's not happening here. So you don't see Ghost, obviously, beside right. the cavalry of Jorah and all that. That's just dumb. Um, but you do have Danny going off to do her part because the idea is volleys of arrows and then dragon fire back and forth. That's the basic idea to take out the whites. And if they can get to the white walkers, obviously, that's going to help. Exactly. Um, so with that in mind, John, you know, Danny's about, everybody's getting ready, you know, and they're, they're getting ready. So Danny's going to leave just like she did. But this time she's not, you know, all attitude. Exactly. And John says, "Wait," because he was going to stay on the battlements. Was the idea? Because he's like the commander, and essentially, um, even though you got Davos and all those guys there, he was going to stay on the battlements. But he says, "Wait." He kind of grabs her arm. You'll need help. And she, she knows what he means, but she's worried about him. And right. he says, "I have to try." And this is where he says he mounts Regal for the first time. Not before in a joy ride up north no. to find a goddamn waterfall. It, it just didn't make any sense. You find it, out you're a Targaryen, then you try the dragon thing. Yeah. Right? Otherwise, you die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so in our version, he at the last minute says, "You you need help out there." Yeah. You know because he she can. I believe there is a blood bond feel between Danny and, and the dragons. Is just like a, a warg with dire wolves or whatever. Right. So, but you still can't fully control them as easily as if you were riding it. Right. That's right. So the idea is, John says, "I'm. I know what I am now. So I'm going to go with you." So in this version, they're not fighting. Absolutely. You know That's I mean? right. They're basically not fighting. Right. So he does Mount Regal for the first time, and then you know, once we see him actually mount the dragons when it comes to, for that time, then. Danny really knows, and John really knows himself, because he's still kind of eh, iffy about right. it. Right. Even though Helen Reed has told him, it's the truth, boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? that's right. So that's and, that's our version. Yes, and so and it's clear to the audience, too. Yes. Yeah, you, you get to see, these are cool shots that we're picturing in our minds. Right. Know, of him getting on there, and, and, you know, the whole setup, it pays off. And it's so much better, like Chris said, than... The way they had his first ride. Where he just climbs on like it's a horse and yeah. risks his life or whatever. It's just, if you have, you'll have, I mean, not that he's not risking his life, but you have a little more confidence when you heard the truth from Helen Reed and that you have the blood for it and all right. that. Because that felt like he was on that big dog and never in the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dragon. It was a dragon dog. <laughs> a never ending story. I love that movie. I did too, but I'm saying it's uh, like that. It, it, it is. Just, it uh, was meant to be some weird scene. It I don't was. Know. So in our version, anyway, it's after. So it's now intense, he knows. And it's a Jon Snow And this moment. will absolutely prove to Danny and him 100%, no matter what people say, even though they are telling the truth, obviously, that he is a Targaryen. Um, also, obviously, in our version, Melisandre does show up, but she does not come from the north. That just was dumb. You just need a right. shot of her kind of walking into near the gates or whatever. You don't need... You don't need the damn weird thing where they're all waiting, and then here comes one single horse from the north. <laughs> that just was. It was. It looked cool. I know, but, but that's the only reason they did it. Yeah, it was just dumb. So Melisandre does show up. Yes, we will. We'll use her, but she's just not coming from the north. Um. So as the as the you know they're really starting to ramp up the tension and the music and all that's going on. 
Melisandre does, in fact, light the first line of, you know, the trenches. Because we yeah. have several lines here. Is this is my on. favorite, my first favorite thing you wrote. Yeah, so, uh, but, this is, but this is not the, the one you're, I don't think this is the one you're saying yet. We're not there yet, if, if I'm thinking what you're thinking. You probably are. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So anyway, she likes that because the, the whole idea is that, that the Night King is here. The wind is blowing. It's winter. It's freezing. You have to take right. that into account. You can't just he light He brings a match. the storm with him. You yeah. can't just light a match and light these trenches. So they did do that right. They just did it a little too late. So she does help in that sense. And Davos, the same, and then we go to the Davos scene where she walks in. That's exactly the same. There's no need to execute me. I'll be dead before dawn. Yeah. So uh, we want that there, that tension. Obviously, he's staring at her thinking she's got to die because she's, she's not supposed to come back. Yeah, he's still pissed, yeah. and, but bigger fish to fry. Exactly. Um, so then we have, uh, in our version, versus the, the, the Dothraki charging out into the darkness. I mean, right. it really looks good. Don't get me wrong. I understand it looks great, and that's what it's for. And it was supposedly maybe an accident because she lit their Eric's up, and then they were like, they waited for a little while, but then something triggered them to like go, and they just all went. Right. And that's where Danny and John were watching from far on the dragons. Yeah, so it's not the the whole idea of them kind of getting, you know, hyped up yes. by it, that's still re still really could happen. So we did leave that in there, but in in a different way. In a different we're way. We're using their strength, but not just suicide. Mission. Not suicide, not kamikaze. Exactly, shit. not yes. kamikaze style. So in our version, the dead do charge, but the idea is they're charging up to Winterfell and getting closer with these trenches kind of slowing them down a little bit so the archers can do the work. Exactly. Then John and Danny hop on Rhaegel. And, and and by the way, the Syrian's alive and still, right? Yeah, you got to remember that. We have three dragons yes. still. So he has no dragon. Ex he's on a horse, exactly. Yeah. Um, with no or name. Or we, we said Ice Spider, Biggest Hound. Well, it would be. Yeah. I guess he couldn't ride a hound. But, you know, he's, he's on something cool <laughs> uh, and not a dragon. We didn't do the whole – that was the only thing we changed from Season 7, just to kind of reiterate that, is the wall came down with his touching the ground yes. with all the White Walkers and, like, multiple magic power. Right. We're using actual fantasy elements here is what we're and doing. And paying off the cave and – Yes, I mean, all that stuff. Yeah. And so he's, he's on horseback, but he took the wall down that way and did not – we never had a dragon trap. I mean, they can still go up there and get the the speed the the sample, so to speak, to take the Cersei. Yeah. But no dragons dying yet because we need them. Um, so in our version, the dead essentially charge the archers volley. John and Danny are burning in the waves. The idea was a volley of arrows. They come in and burn a volley of arrows. They come in and burn. That's the idea. And what we want to see here is that you know they're burnt. It looks great, and they're they're killing some, but it's just there's just so many. Yes, it's just like not enough. And their idea, of course, was which is what they set up the whole time. Is yes, there and the there's a million. Saw it in a they vision. literally set a million yeah. in King's Landing. And yes, I mean there's tons of these people. Exactly. So even so though just it's a great a dragon plan, rides through and wipes out a whole row, there's tons of yeah, them. Yeah. So it's you can just the, the idea is you see it. Oh, it's and, and you want to see Arya and and Sansa look and kind of smile like they did, like a oh shit, that's real dragon fire. Right. But it's just not enough. They can yeah. already see like oh shit, this is going to be a long night. Yes. <laughs> like the title says. Um. I mentioned ghosts not being out there right now. We're going to use ghosts. Just hang on. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, yeah. Same tension. Only um, the dead overrun the trenches. So you can see that their their plans are there. They make the right decisions early. You know, the last episode, but it's just so overwhelming they can't beat these odds. I mean, no. they, it's just almost already hopeless. They're starting to already get past the first trench by laying down like they did. The giants, like you mentioned, yep. they could literally step over it or over lay down it. themselves and make a bridge. And plus, I, I, you know, it's kind of, I can see it demoralizing the uh, people on the ground because you put so much stock in these dragons and yeah, the dragons yes. are doing good, but he's brought a hell of a storm with him and right. the cloud is there just like they showed there. It's, it's so smart. Because he would, it would be like that. Yeah, because we saw this at Hard Home. Yes. We saw this in the other episodes. I mean, that, you saw this big, and that was the whole question: Is that happening because he's there, or is he causing that to happen? And I always love that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you mm -hmm. don't really need a clear answer, but the idea is it's there, and he uses that. To, he knows yep. there's dragons involved. So that's still there. That's exactly my next note: was the clouds are the kind of the same for the White Walkers because they they know they need to go for the White Walkers in this world, right? In this little version, but. 
they they can't. Um, they they can try, but they can't quite get to them. But we'll 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 change that a little bit up here shortly. Um, next we have uh, let's see, Sansa goes to the crypts with Tyrion, so that's kind of the same. Everything you know, they're getting really close. There's already some making it to the walls and starting to climb as the arrows, the archers are still shooting. And Sansa goes to the crypts, and Arya does the same thing. Hands her, a, you know, a dagger. Says, you know, stick him with a pointy end. I did like that callback. I did too. Um, so she does go down there, and Tyrion's still pissed off. And I like the way they did that with Tyrion. He's he understands the reason, but he he knows that he can see something that may make a difference. He even says that later in the crypts. But you know, he's down there pissed off because he's sitting in the crypts, not doing anything, because he does want to help. But he understands, you know, the future if they win. He's hand of the queen, right? So he's got to live. So she made him go down there. So he's still mad about that. Right. Um, but in the middle of all this, this fighting now begins, you know, it's really ramping up. And the Trebuchet people, which is includes Ed, I think we will include him and some other people as far as um, Unsullied, they're all getting slaughtered. So Trebuchets, they go off a few times because you have to have enough people out there to reload these giant rocks and then light them on fire and reset it and all that stuff, but they, they don't even have a chance to use them. Right. Like yeah, maybe exactly. twice a piece or something. Yeah, there's a lot of work to those. There, absolutely. Yeah. Because I literally saw, I saw them shoot them once, you know, and they didn't have, and there was actually too many fireballs in the, in the sky when the Dothraki were charging for the amount they had. Yeah. I think they had like six or eight maybe, but you saw like so many big rocks flying. I know. By. They have to reset those. Those take a minute. They do. <laughs> so, and I'm glad you brought up Hardhome a second ago because you know that that took place in the daylight, right? Yes. So, so it's it's really easy to see. Like, oh my God, this, these these uh, you know whites they're ruthless as hell. Yeah, they just and, yeah. There's no mercy. And in and in this episode, it's dark and there's a lot of switching from. You know these people to this person to that person that yep. person, but yep. just remember when that camera switches away, those people are still there. Just so yeah, they they kind of kind of did a cop out a little bit in the original episode three, where you would see this hopeless situation, then it would just cut away, yes, and to something else, and you'd come back, and then they were fine. Like, right? They didn't show like how they get the hell out of that situation. I know, and I understand you can't explain and show every single little thing, but come on. But you have to <clears throat> keep it hopeless, you know, yeah, yeah, longer. Exactly. I think. Um, exactly. So, all right, here's where we start getting to some pretty big changes here. So now they're really starting to get overrun. The, tr the first trench level is basically done. You know, they're already coming through that. They're starting to get to the second one. They're, you know, and they're taking care of the Cherbergey people and all that good stuff, as you mentioned. And they need to light this final one, you know, because they're starting to get over the second or whatever and you're starting to break their way through. There's already a few on the walls. Not a lot, you know, not all there quite yet, but they're they're getting there. So we, Melisandre does come out in the same way um, because she did show up, as we mentioned, just not from the north. Mm -hmm. And she does like the last trench, but instead of just lighting the trench, because uh, same kind of thing, it's kind of taking her time, but she's she's saying this chant or whatever. She's looking around and hearing all the people dying because the, the, I like the way they marched out the... the uh, I like the way they marched them out and surrounded her when the Unsullied kind of made a, a wall for her, yep. essentially, and the Hound was holding people off to get people back in Winterfell. But in this case, there's nobody left out there to get back in Winterfell. Exactly. So um, she comes out, she does this, but as she's kind of chanting, her necklace starts glowing. I mean, really bright. Right, because this is a really, you know... Intense, the uh, most intense, powerful. She, yes, like she, like she's never put this much effort, in. and we know she's old, right? We know that this, she's uh, done a lot of things, but she's putting so much effort into this that she literally goes out in a blaze of glory. She lights the trenches, but she literally explodes into like a fireball type thing, like almost a internal combustion. Yes, exactly. Uh, is what I was thinking. And it lights the trench up. Oh, uh, spontaneous combustion. Spont I'm yes. sorry, mm -hmm. internal combustion engine. <laughs> yeah, we're talking <laughs> motors. But yeah, spontaneous combustion, it lights up the trench, but at the same time, we, we, it takes out a chunk of whites, but there's already white walkers coming in too. Yes. So it takes out a white walker, uh, at least one, and then you start seeing, and then kind of from the battlements, you're seeing little chunks of whites drop, right? And almost gives a little so cool. bit of hope. Uh, you want you want a little bit of hope in there from time to time. That's right. So, so that's kind of helping explain how some of these hopeless moments exactly they get a little relief exactly because they're they're not necessarily with their White Walker master. No, they're, they're, they can be, but they can be spread around. So you see these little pockets start dropping. 
And I love, and, I love and that. that gives you a little, you know, it, it helps with like you mentioned some of these other situations later on, whatever, and then during that situation or during that moment. Yeah. But um, it, anyway, so that allows you know a couple people to get back into the gates or whatever that were out there, and it literally fulfills her own self, her self prophecy, so to speak. Right. And she takes out she one of them because you take out the White Walkers and it's done. So at least one of them is now gone, and that's a big deal when there's a million. That's you know, right. White so you can only around. imagine how many fell out. Exactly. And though it wasn't, that's when the Eric's like from her. Yes. Yes. And what? I, so, yes. And that was what exactly. So instead of having her in two places and all that stuff, so now the Dothraki they're way off in the sides. Because right, remember our battle plan. Exactly. Then during this moment. Um, at the same time that happens, they are surprised when their Eric's light up. So now you got this scene from the distance where these two big rows. How awesome is that? Of looking? Eric's light up. You see him, yes. you know, like that in the distance, and that's what gives them their their basically that's their charge uh, order. Right, and that and that also helps show you what she was working on that was so hard. She lit that. It, it, right. it lit those. It wasn't and just like lighting the one in front of right. her, like the log. Right. And dude. And on top of that, Bran is in the Godswood. Right. Because you know, that happened the same. He's rolled out there. And he, at that moment, when she's struggling, he flips back into warg mode. And we're going to leave that unsaid. That's that, all you see right now. Yeah, you're gonna. We just during that moment where she's struggling so bad, he flips back into warg mode. His eyes go white, and then she boom. They light <laughs> up. Uh, they catch a flame, and yeah. So that was that's a, a little tie into the power in Westeros, the magic, the source. The is it all the same thing or not, or is it different? You know, and yeah, in the religious think about aspect. this. Yeah, because uh, yeah. uh, honestly, what she was seeing in the flames all the time, right? You know, yeah, I mean, we're in our show, we were leaving it, we're not explaining it like this, but yeah, what she was seeing the whole time was Bran and um, yes, Blood so Raven. the idea was is uh, theories going way back, um, years and years ago now, was that the, the you know, and we'll get to the source and everything, but the she's uh, she's somebody who's religious and she's learning magic. I'm not saying she's not magical, but no. she's learning to pick up on the existing source. Right. It's she almost said like she um, saw that. Yeah, it's almost like picking up a radio and tuning into somebody else's station. That's all it so is. So what she sees in the flames, so this at least hints that what she sees in the flames comes from, actually from Green Seers. Yeah. Is what the idea the is. The station she's picking up on exactly. is theirs. You know, so they're Brand, broadcasting. Brand's going to be more active, I'm going to tell you right now, in all this stuff. And and also, that's important. That's, that's super important also for later as yes, well. So absolutely. he flips in the Borg mode and... Then you start putting this little bit together with her, right? And exactly. So this is when you kind of see what you actually see there when the trench is lit, and it does buy them some time. The white stop again because this is a bigger trench or whatever. They stop, and that's when the Dothraki charge from the side. So they're stopped coming around. They're stopped at this trench. Melisandre has taken out a chunk of them herself, and then here come Dothraki from the sides to. They play some uplift, uplifting music. The visuals, it, awesome. Yeah, this it is. is, and the music changes to where it's more hopeful. Right, and you're like, oh, hey, <laughs> their plan's working. <laughs> exactly. Um, then we go down to this uh, Sansa Tyrion scene and the crypts. We'll we keep it. We're keeping that the same. We'll play. We're finished. We'll keep that the same as far as what they say because they actually talk about their marriage, and she says. Um, it wouldn't work between us, the divided loyalties, and Masande gets pissed off and says, yeah, if it wasn't for the Dragon Queen, we'd all be dead already. Yep. But we'll follow up with that. So that's essentially the same, because they keep flashing between. And I like how they did that as far as you got so much like battle, 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 then they gave you a little break where you could breathe and had a little scene in the crypt. I, I like that too, a lot. So, I, so we kept that as far as the, the way they structured it. So anyway, we cut back. So we got uh, Bran, Theon, in the Godswood. And in our version, we have Hal and Reed. So right. they're in the Godswood uh, at the Heart Tree, obviously. We see the Dothraki, as we're saying, charging. You know, it looks hopeful for a minute, but they're going to end up getting slaughtered. There's just too many, many of these whites, obviously. So you can still kind of see that visual from the sides where the Eric's are, you know, if you if you do that distance shot, maybe from John or Danny's perspective or something. Yeah, they're going out and they're stuff. They're going out and stuff. Because that really looked good. I it thought really, so. It was cool. And that's really the only reason they did it, because it looked good. Yeah. It just didn't make any sense. 
But then the idea here is the night king, and they're content. He's he raises these Dothraki because we want to see familiar whites. And I know we saw a handful here and there. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. But they the the night king is seeing that okay, there's a good chunk of whites being taken out, so time to show them what's up. You right. Know, no mercy. Taste of their own medicine. Because he look, we want to make sure that we portray him as a badass. I mean, this was the guy that came Agreed. out. And the prologue. I mean, you, he's been built up so much. We cannot have him have uh, very many weaknesses, honestly. No, he he's cannot. got to be a badass. So he sees this happening, um, and he does his thing. He, whether he raises his arms or not, he, yeah, it, it, it doesn't matter. They start he, getting up. You see Dothraki getting up with their Eric's, their whites now, and then we cut back to Bran in the God's Wood, and he does his thing. And here's what we've been wanting to see for a long time. This should have happened. We all suspected it should happen, but it didn't. Ghost and Nymeria, and let's say a couple thousand wolves in this giant wolf pack come from the wolf's wood. Two huge dire wolves, man. Two giant-ass wolves followed by thousands of regular wolves come out of the woods. It was almost another backup plan that kind of Bran had going on. Right. And he's controlling them all. So you flash and see white in their eyes, just like they show the crows. So he is simultaneously controlling some ravens to see what's going on to see this, and then clicks over to the wolves, and they're attacking all these Dothraki that are whites, among others. I can literally see, you know, the Night King actually thinking. Good fucking move. Like him and Bran are almost in a chess game. Exactly. That's the idea. Is yeah. That in a chess game in this, like, I don't know, he this mental them, warfare. Check, and then Bran, you know, brings them to go right. check back at and you. And during you know? this time, you're seeing the white starting to really get into the walls, by the way. So yeah. So this is what makes him Everything go ahead and do still this happening. now. Is all the whites are starting to get up on the walls. The battlements are getting a little bit fuller, and they're still fighting up there. And then he says, you know what? We got to go ahead and take out. Because here's the thing. These wolves will not survive. They're going to take out some, but they're not going to... I mean, let's be real about it. They can't all survive. They can't. So the whites are getting over the walls. Uh, Night King um, raises the Dothraki, and Brandon wargs the wolf pack, and Ghost is involved there as well because he's not charging out like a fucking horse. I mean, what is he doing? And then comes back. We, We see what happens when Summer gets attacked by a pack of whites. Right. I mean, it's just the reality. The real nightmare of this horror movie, so to speak, is that it's almost like trying to put out a fire by spraying gas through the hoses. Because you can feed it Dothraki. You can feed it wolves. And he's just going to go back at you, And that's the idea is to give you a little bit of hope. It's a freaking nightmare. Yeah, exactly. A little bit of, just a dash of hope, and then it's another nightmare. It's just like never ending. Right. And it's so much pressure. Like, you're sweating watching it. Yeah, you've you know lit, what I mean. You, you, you've got to understand how freaking powerful this dude is, man. Yes. It's bleak. You, the odds of beating him are so slim. Exactly. So the idea here is that you see this. It's really cool when you get that music with it or yes, whatever, where yes. you start to see some. You know, is the tides turning or whatever? Right. Well, no, because the Night King picks up a damn spear and kills Viserion. Bam. Because you got the dragon still going on, they're still trying to do their thing, fighting the clouds or whatever. But they still they're getting off some fire, obviously, just like they were getting low enough or whatever. They're not even sure what they're hitting, but they know they're burning something. Um, and the Syrian is taken out now by a spear. So the White Walkers are involved in this one. They're not just sitting back doing everything. And I understand their reasoning for doing that, but this time, they're, they, this makes them. They see this stuff happening with the wolves. And the you know the way they're working it and Brand obviously working in the background, so it makes them move up. Yeah, it makes them take some kind of action. Like you know, there may be a chance they take a lot out here, right? Because Melisandre's already killed one, and those whites have dropped, so it makes them take action. It it would have to because they're not just going to sit back and just say, well, maybe they'll get by. They they they're they have to make sure this is decimated. This is their that the whole idea, and we'll get into the actual you know obviously later episodes the the the, the ultimate plans. Um, but yeah, so that's when the dragon dies. So Danny senses that now, right? Exactly. And she, she's, you know, she feels it because there is a connection there, even though she's on Drogon, that's one dragon down. And now it's like, Oh my God, they've lost a dragon. And then we're all pissed off because we just lost a dragon and ghosts at the same time and Nymeria and all the rest. Right. I mean, like, damn, 
But the ghost thing. Yes, there's a specific scene there. Yeah, yes. yeah. Because that's what so I had. That's what right I had when next. you get punched. Right, exactly. With, with the dragon. You know, he brings the left hook Exactly. In. Here comes the left hook. Yes. Because you see ghosts jump in, you know, attack some whites. They're taking out some, sure, but then he's kind of sworn, very similar to Summer, and you just see, you know it's hopeless. You hear this wound, the stabbing and all that stuff, and you hear, Erp. and wow. I'm sorry, we have to do We, we have, have to, to do, do this. It because, you, yeah, you got to make it hopeless, like you said. This is a nightmare. Now, when that happens... John feels this. So this is a so, parallel with bam, John and bam. Danny. It's yes. back to back. So John's up there flying around a regal. He had just gotten confident about riding a dragon. He senses this. So you see him kind of do a little, you know, look over the shoulder type thing when this happens at this moment. Yep. He feels it because he is connected with Ghost. And he gets pissed off and he says, Dracaris. And the John says it, not just Danny. Exactly. And goes and this. burns another row or whatever, takes some of those Dothraki out that they were fighting. He feels the connection. So the idea with that was it's almost a little, like the needle's moving a little more over towards Targaryen. So next we have the scene with Arya. Uh, now this is where she's in the library. So the White Walkers and Whites are starting to make it into Winterfell, obviously now this they're being overrun. And... I, I would keep this the same because we want to use her badass ninja skills as a faceless assassin. I think that's cool. So we'll keep this the same, except this time there's a White Walker in here looking. So they they're coming through. You know, they're not like all in there one time. They're doing their thing. They they're forced to move. Yeah. You know? So we have a White Walker in here inside Winterfell now, the first one that made it in or whatever. And she she does kind of the same thing, sneaking around and killing a few whites and trying to be quiet and not being overrun. And she knows, because what we said, they actually have brains, and they plan this kind of stuff to go for the White Walkers. She sneaks up behind a White Walker and is going to kill him with uh, her dagger. And he turns around and blocks it just in time. I'm not saying it's the necessarily the throat thing. Maybe it right. is the throat thing. But I say have a good fight there where Arya shows her skills She's ducking, almost like the Brienne thing, because yeah. Brienne's so tall compared to her. It's almost a parallel of that. I agree. That's great. And yeah. then you use the parallel with the knife trick at some point where she does flip the knife to the other hand and kills the White Walker. Yeah. Now, this is not just to show cool skills. I mean, that's cool. But the idea here is that when you kill that White Walker, then, of course, like we mentioned, it kills the Whites that it had made, right? So this will be... This will be a little kind of domino effect here, right? So uh, we're trying to we'll try, we'll try to make sure we clarify this as well. So her, she kind of getting her ass whipped, but she's dodging and doing cool ass moves, whatever, because we want her to be a badass. She kills a White Walker with a knife trick, like she killed the Night King in Just their like version. It. Yep, because uh, she did that obviously with Brienne, so it ties into like the practice for Brienne with Brienne ended up being like used. I know you could literally have the White Walker kick her in the chest too. Exactly, I mean, and it would all be you a, could literally parallel that yeah. so good. Besides just running out and jumping out of a tree or whatever right. the hell it was, because it was so high. So the, she does that. She kills a White Walker. The idea is is the Whites though that were overrunning Beric and, and the Hound at the same time, it saves them. So those whites drop because she killed the White Walker. Now, we'll get to why that's important here in a minute. But uh, anyway, so that way you get the idea, you get the, the skill that she's been uh, you know, accumulated and acquired over there in Bravos. She comes over, she kills this White Walker in a badass way like she was fighting Brienne, and it saves the Hound in Beric. Yeah. Which, what we're trying to do really bad is yes. drive you crazy yeah. <laughs> with this roller coaster right? hopeless moments with oh, a narrow escape, which is what they were trying to do. But along our roller coaster, there's payoffs. Exactly. To because stuff that they set up. Exactly. So in the next scene is the idea, this leads into the next scene, the hallway with yes. Beric and all those guys. Like Because in their version, Beric and the Hound – and all that, and Arya are running from the white. So it's the same, essentially, except Beric doesn't get killed here. It actually saves him because Arya killed yes. those. So she kills the White Walker. It drops all these whites, but not all of them because they're not all the same, you know, not made from the same White Walker. So she still has to run with these guys and yep. find them. So that's all the same, essentially, except Beric doesn't 
stop them by pinning himself against the hallways and getting stabbed and let them leave. He actually escapes this time for a reason. And we'll we'll talk about that in a second. So the next scene that they're saved because of what Arya did. I love that. And uh, so then we'll go. We'll flip back outside here to the Night King. Uh, pulls out another spear. You know he's still outside. He actually throws the spear and hits Regal. It doesn't kill Regal, but it injures him enough so he goes down. Very similar to the way he yeah, did. Yeah, really hard. So it's a, it's kind of a he goes down hard, but it's like a kind of like they did where John has he's low, he's on the ground sliding where John jumps off and rolls. Yep. So it's not fatal, but it's a bad crash, and it doesn't kill Regal. Nope. But so it's very also, similar to the way they did. So it. yeah, I was gonna say you can it's, you can picture that in your mind as, as John you know rolling and everything just yes. like that. Yeah. So basically, after the spear comes up, it's almost the same scene. So yeah. You can kind of picture that. Um, so then we have the Night King after right that you know Danny sees this from the air or whatever she goes down does exactly the same thing, Dracarys, and burns the Night King and then of course we're all going, is he there? Is he because that was done great. That I was, mean, it was done, done great. great. Is he, and then, of course, he survives it. Uh, he, he can't be killed by Dragonfire because they literally brought that up. You know, will, will Dragonfire do it? Nobody's ever tried. <laughs> and that's the kind of thing Helen Reed didn't know either. So he does know some things, but he didn't know if that would work either. That's you know, right. Maybe there's a possibility, but now we know. Now we know. Now we know. And th <laughs> did we toy with the idea of maybe Bran actually mentioning that? Yeah, like, we, we toyed with the work. idea of like he because he's at the same time he's still controlling some of the wolves and the yeah. crows that he comes out of warg mode uh, right after that and says Howland Reed no yeah because he saw it through a wolf's he, eyes he, basically he saw it through uh, right crow or, or wolves crow or whatever. whatever yeah yes and and saw that the dragon fire did so not. we were toying with that actually to include that or just kind of you know just let the, audience, let the audience decide yeah yeah so uh, either way it's really the same either way the bottom line is that was. Kind of their last hope, in a, in a way, of actually just straight up killing him. Because like we said before, our guys know you take out the White Walkers, you take out the ones they made, but yes. he is the gem, Crown Jewel. You kill yes. him. the head of the snake. It's over. The head the of the snake. Exactly. Um, so then, so now we're picking up pretty much where they were when John gets thrown off Rago and everything. The Night King is out there. He pulls out Longclaw. He's going after him. This time, though, this time, the Night King turns around and they have a fight. Yeah, he doesn't just raise the dead right there. Right. He's they're going to He's fight like, because oh, let's give this a we, fucking they shot. They have been building this up so long about John versus the Night King, the stare downs, all that kind of stuff. And you know, God, Night I King's basically it. sitting there saying without saying anything, you ain't shit. <laughs> without saying with, it. That's all he's saying with his yep. eyes. He's saying all this with his eyes, his little smirks and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, he's he's looking at John like you know, boy, sometimes you get what you ask for. Exactly. You know? So he, he's just like, you know, come. I'm not saying he literally. No, I know. But, but he, but the, the attitude is yep. there. So come on. So John catches up to him like he was trying to do, and they have a fight, and John is basically getting his ass whipped. I mean, he's he's not – he's getting his ass whipped. He's he's on the defense a lot. You know, he's blocking blows. He does have long claw and all that stuff, so we know that that blocks ice yeah. swords or whatever when usually they shatter. But John does actually find an opening, so it's one of those things where he's. I, I'm. I'm picturing like he's on. He's on the ground. He's, it's an he's, upstrike. He's been exactly. He's been knocked down. Here comes the fatal blow, and then he. King, I'm picturing the same. Up. He, he sticks yep. long claw straight up and lets him basically impale himself. But there's a there's kind of a problem, so it goes chink, right right there where you know there's no armor, but it. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't. It doesn't even really penetrate him. It's like a chip of a, I don't know. No. Little, little, maybe a chip. I don't even know if that, but it's like a clink, and you see that. Imagine John right oh, there. Shit. His asshole drawing up oh. because he has killed White Walkers. Exactly. With Valyrian's twice. And, and knows it. And is thinking, there's this an is, opening. This is over. This is over. <laughs> And you see literally the life drained from his eyes. Exactly. Because that was the whole thing, Dragonglass and Valyrian Steel. And this is the head of the snake. I got my shot. And he gets the shot. He takes it. He gets it. But the, And the Night King just looks down and goes, you know, the, one of those smirks. Yep. 
Because obviously you don't want him talking, making noise. No, I, don't, no. I, don't, I don't literally mean that. Right. We got him taking ice toothpicks out of his mouth. Exactly. And, come on. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> he, he's smoking a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. I love it. So, blowing smoke the Night King then you know, looks down and laughs, and he actually just backs away. Then does that. Then all the whites start to open their eyes and shit, and he just walks. He just turns around and walks off. But don't even kill him. I love this. He's like that's he's decimated. That's not his mission. See, no. John's mission is yeah to try to kill him right now. Right. The the Night King is letting everybody that's watching know exactly. I got bigger fish to fry than this guy. Exactly. Who he ain't shit. But they I'll let do my have, but, guys handle. But the, just imagine a you know good good drawn out fight. Though, I love it. You know. Yeah. But then he ends up on you know John's back down. He's on the ground on one knee. He reaches long claw and kind of lets in up strike type of thing like you mentioned. As he's swinging down and chink, but it don't do shit. So you just found out that Dragonfire don't do it. Exactly. And you just found out Valyrian still don't do it. Therefore, Dragonglass don't do it either. Oh, shit. So it's really one of those moments where, I mean, I can picture the the, the music kicking in, some some deep, bassy thing. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Because our guys... Some shit like that. Our guys also, we had a different... Which I think is better battle plan, and yes. to begin with, um, and also I said that you know it was well known that they take out the the White Walkers. Um, right, that was a plan. So they've actually and, got a couple of those, you know, a, a few little small victories. We've also our guys also have a okay if all everything fails, you know we we need to retreat. Uh, yeah. To the crypts, yeah. You know, so we, we gotta, we're smart enough to 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 get you know have that because we're not like you said we're not just going to die like heroes here. Yes, because you know, the, it's still we're the, trying to save the world. The world is yeah, exactly, exactly. So after this fight, he raises the dead again. That's when we see more pop up and surround John. He walks away like take care of my light work type thing, like you mentioned. We still have Danny coming in though and saving John because that at least they did show that. That was one of the scenes where they it. explained it. Yep. She comes in with Dragon Fire, still, you know, still fighting, even though she's roasting the Night King, didn't work. He just stabbed him, didn't work. She's still fighting. They still in love, all that stuff. There's, you know, so she comes in, saves John from all the whites as he's about to die from all them. We'll keep that the same. Did we keep um um her landing and and getting overrun? Uh, yeah, with yeah, whites. Yeah, that yeah was, I was thinking yeah, we did. Yeah, because we yeah. switched out the because we thing. got them. Yeah, yep. exactly. All right, so John is now running, to, you know, heading towards the the Winterfell itself, and you know, because you know he's they're still assuming the whole brand thing or whatever. Yes, they know that there's people in there, but he knows that he cannot be killed now. So he's heading back, and as he's going into Winterfell, and he's hitting whites on the way and all that stuff. That's basically the same, but it's like he's yelling. Get to the crypts. Get to the crypts. Because now it's like completely hopeless in his eyes. He, you know, he don't know what. Right. We're gonna go hunker know. up, hunker down in the crypts, and and try to hope, you know, that the magic of the crypts and yes. you know that area can keep them alive at least. So that's that's what's going on there. Danny then has kind of the same thing um, as far as um, well. First, we'll go over to the crypts. We go over to the crypts with Tyrion and Sansa. And they have their, their, you know, they're start, starting to things are starting to move in there. Obviously, he's raised his arms a couple of times. So you, you, you're, if we're going with the, I'm not saying we're going to have a bunch of Starks coming. We always hated the idea of ancient Starks coming out, but there's something going on down there that makes him, you know, they're scared. They hear John and people yelling, "Get to the crypts!" Because every time John yells it, then somebody else yells. You know how they do, right? So when they say, "Open the gates!" Open the gates! Open the gates! <laughs> you know, so Tyrion hears that. Uh, and so, but that they still have that moment where they're scared down there because they're looking at each other's eyes and it's that almost that rekindling thing in the middle of a tragedy. Yeah. I, I, I like the scene. I just didn't like the idea of dust coming back to bones. No, we always hated that. Yeah. And, so, I, and I still do. I still stand by that. Yeah. Man. I mean, because it is a magical thing, obviously. And we have to, there's suspension of disbelief, but there's some things that's just come on. You just let's be logical about it. That movie we just watched with uh, Vin Diesel. Oh, blood, blood. Yeah, when something. it showed his face. Yeah, when he gets and shot, come back, and he's back like, together. Yeah. That's yeah. basically what would happen. All the 
dust would come it, together. And, exactly, and I don't think it's – let's not go that far. And if it's going to do that, why stop at a skeleton? Just go ahead. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Get your armor back yeah, and clothes everything. and everything else. Yeah. So, you know, that scene's there as far as, you know, kind of a connection there is what I'm saying. That's right. Um, so then rumblings. We, exactly. So then we have Jorah and Danny outside. So Danny gets overrun by Whites on Drogon. That's the same, you know, so Jorah comes up. Rides out, you know, he sees the action or whatever because he's been fighting. He sees her now on the ground, rides towards her. That's that I think that was a great scene. It happens the same way. Um, I don't like too much of the people saving people at the last minute, but there's certain things, certain times you need to do that. And I think that's one of them. Yeah. And he's the guy to do it. He's the guy to do it. So I think that's one eye fighting and one eye on Danny. Exactly. At all times. So Drogon gets overwhelmed. He does take off or whatever, and Danny's out there by herself. I love the fact, though. Hey, I'm I'm sorry. I'm Team Danny. I'm just I know you are too. I think, but I love that she picked up a damn sword or something, and to, tried. I, I totally would see Sansa's her doing like, that. Sansa's like Sansa's like I don't know how to use it. Yeah. Arya's like sticking with the pointy end. I mean, you know, you don't have to be trained. Danny's no. not super trained either, but she's killing some. You know, she's stat- she knows how to you know swing something. That's right, man. I love it. So that still happens, um, you know, Jor defending her. We go to the crypts. This is where we go back to the crypts again, and we see, you know, Sansa and, and Tyrion now helping people down into the crypts. So you got some uh, people out there fighting off, and it's, it's still a, a fairly, not I won't say safe, but there's still people are still starting to get into the crypts or keeping whites out, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So during this process where you got people now coming down and helping other people in to come on, come on, get in here, whatever. Tyrion, yeah, I think like you can see Sansa and Masandi, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because Sansa is a good leader. Yeah, I mean, we've established that before. Yep. so she's going to do the right totally thing. Totally picture her greeting so, so insta- exactly. war torn people as they're coming yes. through the door. Exactly. So instead of having them just hiding and there's things coming out of crypts and whatever, right then at that moment, she's doing something to help. Yep. Um, so that happens. But while this is happening, Tyrion says something to the effect of, "The Starks didn't." just build these crypts to hold their dead. I mean, because you, this was the perfect idea that James had uh, earlier. It ties back in to season one. When he arrived at Winterfell, Catelyn Stark had all these candles because it, it was known that he stayed up reading all night. That's right. So he knows some shit about Winterfell. He was a voracious reader. Exactly. So this will tie into that here. They brought him books there. He stayed yep. up all night reading. So he takes off uh, down into the crypts, and then you're not quite sure why yet, but uh, that's what happens. Uh, we have the back in the Godswood. We have Theon the same. I think we. I think our idea was same thing. He gets almost permission from Bran to die. Right, but uh, in our version, at this point, um, Beric yes runs yes. out there with them. Got got to mention because. Yes, that was the whole purpose. So the domino effect. Yeah. So Arya had killed the White Walker that yep. saved that, that saved Beric. Now Beric has made it to the Godswood, right? He's making he's, he's made it because he went back out to fight like everybody else. That's right. Whatever. So there because there's no Melisandre now. So the Hound and him just went back to fight. That's all. Melisandre had already been dead, obviously, in our episode. So he's now in the Godswood with Bran as people are. They're kind of getting pushed back, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So he's out there now. We'll keep Theon the same um, because I didn't love the way he charged necessarily, but I love the idea of it. I love the True. idea of he turns around and Bran says, you're a good man, thank you. And he gave him permission to die. It was really what it was. That's all. Because he could have ran. He could have. The other way. That's and right. And keep in mind, in our version, White Walkers are not just all standing around watching. No. They're all out there doing their thing, killing people and whatever. It's not just like a, they're a convention, a White Walker convention in the gods would quite yet. So... Um, we'll keep <laughs> we'll keep that the same. Um, so Theon sacrifices himself, tries, but it, it doesn't work um, when that happens. Uh, Jorah the same. He's got to die. He's got to die to saving Danny. I thought that was perfect, and it no was. words were necessary. I thought it was a perfect Great scene. scene. Um, so the Night King at this point is approaching. After he kills Theon, he's approaching Bran, and he throws. He puts out his thing right, and he throws throws the damn thing. Now this is going to be a completely from different. a distance. From remember how far he was when he killed Theon. Yeah, so that's a good. It's from still a good there, ways. he just throws. He's not going to stand there and wait for some smart ass line like I'll be back. You know, no. he's going to go after what he needs to go after. That's right. He throws it that way. Beric steps in front of Bran and takes it, and that's 
when Beric dies. He's got his flaming sword. The idea was the domino effect was Arya was important to kill the White Walker, which saved Beric. Now Beric has fulfilled his purpose by saving Bran. So he was brought back to life, you know. Right. By Bran. So and Blood cool. Raven. So cool. So there's your domino effect that uses Arya in the right way, I think, or, or I at least too. a decent way. I think so, too. That actually affects what actually the outcome, as opposed to just killing the Night King. Yep. So that's uh, that happens there. Um, so then we have... Uh, so Barrett drops down to his knees. He's obviously dying. He's got an ice thing through his chest or whatever, wherever it hits him. Um, the Night King then gets there. He picks up the flaming sword that, you know, Barrett just dropped it right there. Now, in the show, he uses his own blood to light it up. In the books, it's wildfire. Either way, it's kind of a magical thing. Right. He just... So it don't go out when he dies. No, is the idea. it didn't. So he drops down to his knees. The Night King picks up the flaming sword. The, you know, Beric's awesome flaming sword. It looks so cool. And he, you know, raises it up and swings it down and completely misses Bran on purpose and hits the fucking God's wood tree, the heart tree. But you, but the audience thinking thinks, he's about to decapitate because Bran's sitting there just watching. Bran, he's just like, mm-hmm. and he, you know, maybe he even closes his eyes. I don't know, but he doesn't care about Bran necessarily right now. And he hits the tree with the flaming sword and sets it afire, afar. He sets afar. Yep. Keep my damn feet warm. <laughs> and this goes back to our uh, episode two when Helen yes. Reed tells Bran. Yes, but he's after something else. Do you know what I mean? When Bran exactly. says he's come, he'll come he's for got, me. He's got a bigger thing. He kind of corrects him. Yeah. And, and Bran's not, you know, wasn't sure until obviously the end and, of last episode what that potentially means. And then this verifies, you know, yeah. Yeah. He, right. I'm sure he wants to kill you, but yeah. So, and then you picture the, the tree kind of starting to catch, not, not immediately in a blaze of glory, but it's right. starting to burn. And then you mentioned a great scene. You see the face of the tree that we've seen so many times in Winterfell. You see it as the flames start rising up around the yeah, face. Yeah, man. So a flames rising around the face. That's a pretty cool uh, piece of imagery there. That now, mean, it actually about, means something. Think about that from back when you saw Catelyn come out and Ned's out there cleaning his sword. Yes. How beautiful that was to now... You know, yes. Brands in a the, fucking the, wheelchair with the tree on fire. Exactly. I mean, this is just awesome to it, me. It is, and and so that, that's a cool piece of imagery. It actually, means more than it. You, it, it looks cool, but mm-hmm. it actually means a little more too. You see the face burning. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, at that moment, the Night King is he's he's like, look, he don't care. He's right. He's he can't no be rush. killed. He's he's got all the time in the world. He's waited eight thousand years. So in that moment, Howlin' Reed scoops up Bran or rolls him, however you want to do it, uh, and picks his ass up and runs. And Because, again, in our version, there's not a lot of White Walkers standing around. There's chaos and people still fighting, but it's not like they're all standing there in a line yeah. to block anybody. Because they're out there killing people and doing what they're supposed to do. Picture um, Chewbacca and C-3PO. There you, exactly. So the Night King is literally just standing there looking at the tree burning for a minute, and it gives him time to scoop him up and run. And the Night King's not in a hurry. He's not in a hurry, and we'll see why. So then we see, then everyone gets to the crypts at the at the very end of this episode, including Hal and Reed and Bran. They get down there. Um, I'm loving this. So they all. So Tyrion comes back as all the people are coming and says, "Follow me," type of thing. Uh, you know, John makes it through there, and all the other people um, get get into the crypts for the most part. Uh, you lose. You know, we we didn't, we didn't mention earlier that you got some random people that just ran. Right, and I'm glad you, glad you remember that because we we had a little talk about this. Yeah, I mean, you there's no way that every single person there is right. is just you know dying to be a hero. I mean, some people have their you know they're like, "Oh, give it a shot," but when it looks yeah. you know, hopeless, I'm out. They're gone. Exactly. That, that, that's real warfare. It that really real, is. That really happens in, obviously, yeah, real Yeah, outlaw Josie Wales. I think he was a deserter. Th- throughout you know? history. Uh, I mean, you look in the old, you know, ancient Japan in the, in the 15th century, samurai didn't stand there and die. Like they, you know, I'm not saying right. everybody didn't, but some of them ran. I mean, it's just the way war is. Yep. It's a horrible, horrible thing. Fight or flight. So. Oh, one thing we yeah. did not mention is um, little freaking Mormont dying. Yeah, no, I, I I kept that the same. I you did I, say that we I, kept that the same. I, I, don't, I don't think don't, I've said that. Though. Okay, no, yes, I don't think no, it was said, said, but that. yeah, we 
Yeah. So because because I love the idea of the tiny girl taking out the giant. Yeah. So yeah, I think that should stay the same. Yeah. Right, so I think that's fine because we won't. You know, you got to have some of these main characters dying. It's just the reality of it. Because we were really struggling a little bit with who to kill and stuff, but we have big plans for some of these people. So we really do. we're going to make it to where, you know, some of these white, that's why we're killing some white walkers though, to explain yeah. how they can get out of these situations. That, that's right. So you got the occasional white walker being killed and then that saves them from this overwhelming number of whites. Right. That's so that right. was the idea is them being used. And Cause kill. when some of them die, then giants drop too. It, I mean, exactly. or any animals or whatever. Right. I mean, exactly. So uh, everybody starts making it through the crypts. Um, then we see everybody going beyond what we know. We've always seen Ned and Leon and all that. So we had this, we had this vision before. If you remember episode so two, so we follow that kind of same vision. They go past where we've seen the depths of the crypts, whatever. That's right. Now in the books it'll be slightly different. There's different levels, but in this one we'll just go past there to the darkness. Tyrion has found what he read about in season one, and found yeah. an exit. It's there. It's there. So he comes back, follow me type of thing. They get everybody kind of back out. This is their last ditch effort to get the hell up out of there. It's lost. They cannot kill the Night King. They all get to this kind of doorway that they finally get everybody through as they're fighting off whites and stuff in the entrance. They try to block the doors, whatever, but there's still people dying, obviously. You know, you got your red shirts fighting off the whites. That's right, yeah. And John makes in there last and all that kind of stuff. They say, go, go, go. Let's get up out of here. And then, because they don't even know what the hell is coming out, you know, uh, necessarily. Um, but Howlin Reed then stands, said, once the, like everybody's through the door. Did you really mention the rumbling? Um, I was going oh, okay, to. So okay. Howlin Reed stand there. You start to see. Oh, yeah, yeah. You start to see as they're getting through the door, Ned, and like the camera turns back towards where we're familiar with, you start to see some movement with Ned and Liana. Maybe a little chipping away of the stone. Right. Little things like that. Howlin' Reed sees this, sees that everybody's not quite out yet, and says, basically, go on. This is where I belong. Bran, you know what you have to do. And literally uses this torch or whatever they had, pulls off a torch, and firebombs the place as they shut the doors, and it fades to black. So Howlin' Reed stays and sacrifices himself, with Ned and Liana, where he belongs. There's your original That's three right. at the Tower of I Joy. I love that. And kind of dying all together again. And we, <laughs> like we said, they're fresh enough. We didn't like yes. the old, old guys, Kings coming back. Right. But Ned and Liana, they're fresh enough that if they came out, I mean, we wouldn't want our characters to have to deal with them. Yeah, we were debating on we that. We were. But. Let's just hint at it. This is all we hinted at. We it. hinted at it, and, and we're going to let Howlin' Reed take the fall with the, that generation, and essentially. And to me, uh, even it, it even shows to me also how powerful the Night King is, because even with the magic of the crypts, he can steal his magic is still that strong. Yes. Cause he is, he's from the source, man. man he's yeah. he's like Neo. He's he's from the fucking Matrix, right? And these people better recognize, right? So, there you go. That's episode three, um, the Long Night uh, in our world, in our little version. So, hopefully, that makes a lot of sense from the previous episode. It will if you've seen the episode one and two, and then especially the visions. You can start kind of putting some things together. We don't want to explain everything and just pull, pull it all out there. Right. Let, let you put a few things together there. A lot of you know where some of this is going, obviously, from several you know videos. A lot of in when I get excited and I try to explain everything, it's like I just want to remind you guys yeah, yeah, that this yeah. is a show. Exactly. We're actually describing a show that we can't show you. Exactly. You know? So, so that's why it really works really good. Like you said, if you watch the episode and listen to this, and you can pause the episode where you won't and actually kind of erase that scene in your mind if we didn't include it. Right. Or you can picture it going along with what we're saying in a lot of cases. Trust it really me, it works. works. It does. It does work. You kind of picture it. So um, and I think it works really well because you, you, you've seen the episode, you can picture the darkness and how bleak it is and how hopeless it is. And then there's a little, little pinch of hope here and there, and then it's just taken away from me. And I love the double gut shot. I do with too. the uh, the Night King and then the Dragon Glass at the same time, almost back to back. I mean, we're using enough of their skeleton 
to where yeah, yeah. so far it goes together. It, it, still you can kind of still really use good. what because yeah. we can't obviously produce a new show. <laughs> I mean, I wish we had the technology and time to do that. God, it would be and, awesome. And, you know, the whole cast and crew maybe. Because I love what we're doing yeah. here. Uh, it, I think it's setting up well for the last three episodes. So, a lot, so uh, this uh, essentially the big battle changes. So picture Winterfell now at the end of this thing. Maybe there's a little, you know, scene after it cuts to black of the door shut and Halloween standing there with the burning crypts. Picture like an aerial shot or whatever, because the dragons are still getting away. You know, yeah. they're they're flying off. Uh, Danny, by the way, did get away on Drogon. She he landed back with her. That's that's right. To mention that. Yep. So yeah, Danny does escape on Drogon. Everybody else in the crypts because he she, he did fly back down to that's her right. after Jorah died. But then picture her flying away from Winterfell at the very, very end after the black Perfect. scene where it kind of fades to black for a second. Yep. Almost like a not a post-credits before the credits. I love it, yeah. And Winterfell is just decimated, smoking. Half of it's melted. Like, melted. Like Karen Hall. Yeah. No explosions. Come on. I didn't like that. Because so, yeah, when they were doing right. these dragon passes, they were inside. They were People were over here. They were forced to burn whites at the walls. Yes. And the dragons were doing it on their own, obviously, you know, some, in some cases before they died. So, or for Viserion. So some of Winterfell's melted and shit. I mean, it's decimated. It's ruined. And we know that, you know, a lot of people died, but a lot of people got out through the crypt somewhere. And Danny obviously escapes through the air. So anyway. There you have it. There you go. Episode three, uh, The Long Night, rewritten, fixed, damn it, at least in our fixed. humble opinion. That's right. And I, I don't claim to be a super duper writer by any means. We're taking. This is so fun. We're taking some book stuff and some old ideas and theories and kind of mixing them up. And, and we're really putting a lot of effort into this, honestly. We sit here for a couple hours before we, you know, come up yeah. with, with these final things. So, anyway. Uh, we'll let you uh, let you uh, go for now, and uh, I guess we'll be back next week with episode well episode four, unless something else unless pops something up. Something else crazy because we have Tiger King stuff comes out sometimes. <laughs> anyway, guys, let us know what you think in the comments below. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.